certainly as you can go in and, and see the very same information that the dealer sees for the repair. My opinion is you're on equal footing in terms of being able to go and do the repair. Welcome to Ratchet and Wrench Radio, strategies and inspiration for auto care success. I'm your host, Chris Jones, and today I'm joined by Mark Allen. Uh, Mark Allen comes to us from OEM One Stop. Uh, OEM One Stop is a technical site that provides vehicle repair technicians easy access to the most up-to-date repair information made available by participating automakers. Mark is going to talk to us about how the site works, what sort of data the automakers disclose to the independent repair facilities, and really how technicians can use this tool in a similar way that dealership technicians use this tool. So Mark Allen is going to join us right now. OEM One Stop began with collision and now it bridged into mechanical repair at some point. Uh, is it a newish or a new service for the automotive aftermarket or is, is it been around a little longer than we know? Yeah, that's a great question, Chris. It has been a lot around a lot longer than any one of us know. We originally discussed placing this directing page to get the, the repair information out, and this, this goes back to 2008. So it was, you know, long before any of the MOUs and stuff were going to be uh, signed or anything. It was hey, how do we take care of our customers and get the information out? So we we did come up with a tile, and there's a lot of benefits. Yes, it did come from the OE Collision Roundtable, um, but it was always open to anyone who wanted to look at it, uh, including insurance companies who definitely use that to their advantage. But, you know, it was open to anyone. It was just that it was originally termed as the collision OEM one stop and now we uh, over the years have evolved it to be inclusive uh, officially by name if you will of all shops mechanical locksmiths and all so it it's there it's it's a very good resource and how widely known is the service to independent repair shops would you think or do you know we do have statistics, and that's that's something that we would have to get from Chris Karras, who's responsible for running it. In the collision space, it is pretty darn well-known, and obviously we're talking together here today, uh, trying to just help the, the mechanical side out as well in awareness of it, because it does take care of your needs quickly, efficiently. It does get you to the OE re, uh, repair procedures. You just have to click on the icon. But there are a lot of other really great attributes about the site that are there, repair uh, position statements and so forth, and some information. Depends on the manufacturer, but we really are, are trying to help our partners out in the field. Uh, let's face it, the aftermarket is is our customer and we look to serve our customers so it's important to get it out on the mechanical side as well okay well let's talk a little bit about that let's dive into the services that oem one stop does provide for mechanical repair shops uh, what sort of oe specific information can an auto tech access using oem one stop 
So basically OEM One Stop is in essence a directing page. So if you click on the, the uh, icon for any one of the manufacturers, it will bring you to their page for repair procedures. Now, it's not a free, always a free scenario. There are subscriptions and it could be day, week, month, year, um, whatever fits your business need. But you can click on there and go into the manufacturer's site. This is a very same uh, information that a dealer would have access to and look up, you know, how do I do head gasket? And you can go through, get all the information, just like the dealership mechanic could get. Go ahead and do that um, and have resource. So it's pretty darn good. I mean, kind of a frustration, I guess I feel from my standpoint is it's been available for so long and folks just don't know it. So it's it's good to make the awareness. here. Yeah. And so one of the cool things I saw in you know, your adapt presentation when you were showing the actual interface in your slideshow was that it shows like the tools that are necessary for the repair. It shows the necessary hardware and software. It shows the parts recommendations. So it's pretty it's a pretty robust system, right? Oh yeah, it's it it. Hey, nothing is perfect, right? But I gotta say, we have some really good information there. And admittedly, it's not hey same uh, Volkswagen Audi Group to uh, Ford in terms of the layout of the page or whatever. It does take some navigation, but my gosh, it is just so much easier doing that. Give you an example, John Van Alstyne, our uh, our leader of iCar, has a an Audi, and he's very proud of his Audi. But he wanted to remove the front license plate bracket, and of course, did what most mechanics try and do, right? Oh, it's just a bumper bracket, and try and take it off. Long story short, he reached out. We got him the repair information, and here is the other thing: I sent him the tools, and you know it. It's the, the old triumvirate, right? Repair procedures, tools and equipment, training, good result. And that's what happened. We, we kept the customer happy by doing that and giving him some good information so he could do his repair. Okay. And how often is uh, OEM One Stop updated? Is there like a cadence to it or is it as the OEMs provide new and latest information? Yeah, as the OEMs provide new information. Now... The OE Collision Roundtable does follow um, the collision industry conferences in terms of our meetings. So there's about five meetings a year and then some ad hocs in between. So if anyone has something to bring up or a suggestion of modifying the site, we have five opportunities a year as a group to work on it. And then, of course, uh, as the individual manufacturer has a change, they'll bring that in too. Is there a learning curve to the interface? And if so, you know, is there a recommended method for technicians to use it? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a, a little bit of a learning curve. It's after you've clicked into the manufacturer's site, and it's really navigation around the system. Now, some of the things that we're working on with SECA committee and with SAE in terms of terminology and stuff is trying to and NASDAQ, I should include NASDAQ, 
um, is take and try and refine how the engine or how a person can search things a little bit more efficiently. But generally, once you get used to using one or two manufacturers, let's face it, I think most businesses see a certain manufacturer, group of manufacturers in their area, and then their outliers. And once you grow that competency in those manufacturers, it, it, it's really pretty darn easy. Yeah, so we hear a lot about the automotive aftermarket desiring more repair information from OEs. How much of that equation does OEM One Stop provide independent repair shops, and what doesn't it offer? You know what? I think it it, it is the answer to your request in terms of having it available. Um, certainly, as you can go in and, and see the very same information that the dealer sees for the repair, um, my opinion is you're you're on equal footing in terms of being able to go and do the repair. The tools and equipment that you have uh, may be a limitation, but that's something that you'd need to look at in your own business. As cars become more technologically advanced and computerized vehicles become more of a thing, can technicians access that information through OEM One Stop? Yeah, absolutely. You would be amazed what you can find there. And again, it, it's the same information that we publish to the dealers. So, um, you know, you may not have some internal customer records because of policy of protection for uh, private information. But as terms of repairing the vehicle itself, you, you've got pretty much everything you should need. Training and equipment would be the next two legs of making your super success there. Okay. And so, you know, you mentioned the services available to all independent repair shops. How do they begin getting the service for their shop? What do they need to do? Uh, to to channel uh, my colleague from Subaru, hey, www.oemonestop.com. And it's very simple from there. Find the manufacturer's icon that you're, of the vehicle you're working on. Click on it. Follow the links. Most manufacturers do charge and need to charge for, for a bunch of reasons for the information. So you'll put in some credit card information or whatever, and then you're on your way. It's it's there. It's available. Uh, and as you even mentioned earlier, when looking through our, um, our Irwin portal for repair, the tools and equipment are called out as well. So there's a lot of guesswork taken out and it will vary from manufacturer to manufacturer. So it, it, it's really the keys to the uh, kingdom, so to speak, in, in that way. Okay. And so with regard to it being a fee for service, is the fee per manufacturer, is it an overall, is it an overall site fee and, or is it a subscription-based fee? Yeah, great, great question. It is... Uh, because this is a directing page, right? It it's going to direct you to the manufacturer, and the fee would be uh, per manufacturer. But again, it can be day, week, month, year, whatever fits your business. And is there anything else you want shop owners to know about OEM One Stop? Yeah, I mean, go explore it. You know, obviously. If you have questions, you can get the answers. There's another another group that I do have to call out, Chris. And uh, yes, I am I'm part of uh, chair 
in that organization as well, and that's NASTIF. Now, NASTIF came about um, so that if a repairer cannot find a repair procedure for whatever they're repairing, collision or mechanical, and they need help getting that, you can also reach out to NASTIF and they have uh, a dedicated group of folks that will work together with you and they will reach into the right people in the different manufacturers to get that information for you. You know, sometimes it comes super quick. Other times, hey, it's uh, going through some large chain of, of information, but it's all dedicated to make the repairers successful. And, and that's what we care about, right? So we do work with NASTIF. We'll be working closer with them. But yeah, I mean, this stuff is available. We just got to get people aware and have them looking. Well, Mark, thanks for you know sharing with us today on Ratchet and Rich Radio. Hopefully, you know this episode will bring that awareness to OEM One Stop so that auto repair shops can have access to this data that they want so much. I appreciate you uh, giving us the opportunity and always have great time chatting with you, Chris. So anytime we can help, please let us know. If there are any questions, uh, certainly reach out to Chris Karras, who runs the uh, the site and our OEM Collision Roundtable, and, you know, we're happy to help. All right. Thanks, and have a great day, Mark. Thanks, Chris. You too. And that's going to do it for us here today at Ratchet & Wrench Radio. Uh, I'd like to invite you to follow us on our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our email newsletter, which goes out daily. Uh, and you can find that at ratchetandwrench.com. And that's R-A-T-C-H-E-T-A-N-D-W-R-E-N-C-H.com. And may the rest of your day be the best of your day. And we'll see you next week.